Okay, welcome to the class for today. And uh, we'll still be continuing our lectures on genetics. Uh, before we progress to what we have for today, tell us quickly, run through some of the things we've learned from the last class. Um, I want to believe that by now, we all understand um, what we call allele, or what we call allelic pair. And um, we said at that day that these are pairs of genes that can be expressed in two constructing ways or forms. For instance, if you have um, a trait for height, this could be expressed as either tall or short. Tallness or shortness. So that, those are allelic pairs. Uh, we also mentioned that they what we call single factor inheritance and that means that we are looking at only a singular um, character that is being inherited from generation to generation. Take for instance when we talk about color, color is a single factor inheritance um, when it is being transferred from one generation to another. So all, there could be other factors too if they are considered one at a time color, could be height, could be shape and all that. So any one of them being considered at a point in time is referred to as a single factor inheritance. Then we also looked at what is um, a bridge true or what we call a pure stop. And that day we came to realize that if the alleles are the same, they are identical. For instance, if you have pure stock of a plant that the alleles are um, dominant um, for red color that is you have capital letter r and capital letter r you say that is a pure stock you can also have for the white flowered plant too that is when the two color when the genes too um, when the alleles are the same that is small letter r and small letter r so we say that for that plant it's a pure stock. We also have um, what we call monohybrid. A monohybrid is um, when we are studying the, um, the inheritance, when the alleles for one specific character is, um, is what we are crossing together. Take for instance, um, for the first filial generation of a particular population, we are looking at um, crossing two parents that we are looking at just their color variation. We are looking at just their color. So we we'll say that when we cross them out and we realize that, say for instance, we have a red color parent and we also have a white color parent and we cross them together and we notice that all their children they are all red that is in the first generation since our concentration of this organism is just um, on color alone then we are we are considering mono hybrid of course if you are to consider more than one factor take for instance we are 
moving beyond just color we are looking at the shape maybe um, we're looking at being red and being round in comparison to being white and being wrinkled so we are looking at two factors here and we are crossing uh, organisms of these characters together then we are looking at dye hybrid we are no longer looking at one factor again or rather we are looking at two colors so we are looking at two factors so we call that a dye hybrid um, so we have emphasized more on the mono hybrid we are going to talk more on the dye hybrid later we have also considered what it means to be recessive and dominant and we say that dominant is that future that is being expressed why being recessive is that one that is there in the gene but has been uh, eating or has not been expressed even though there is a gene that um, has registered that condition today now let us now study more about crossing how we cross especially when we are doing mono hybrid and if you recall from our last class we have seen a few of those crossing but we are going to go deep now we shall be looking over the first filler generation again and then we will now go for that second filler generation and see what is observed remember that earlier when we cross a um, homozygous sorry homozygous um, parent that is red with an homozygous parent that is white what we got from um, the crossing were all red that is for the um, phenotype but understanding the genotype we realized then that even though they all appear red but in the phenotype uh, we noticed there that only none of them none of them is um, a pure breed because they were all carrying a recessive trait that has been masked so all of them were appearing to be red but they are all carrier for white color now what then happens when we do a self-pollination in the second filler generation what do we mean here we are taking an heterozygote parent now since all the offspring from the first gen filler generation were all heterozygote um, um, gene they all have a heterozygote gene for the heterozygote for red flower color so now when we cross them together what do we observe it will be noticed there that in the second filler generation you will see that three of them will appear red why one will appear white three of them will appear um, red that is we have three quarter bearing red flower and we have one quarter having white flower what does this mean it means that all the, the two parents that we paired none of them were true breeds and that is why one eventually came up to be um, white color 
none of them were truthful. That is the fourth revelation. And another thing you will take note that even though the in the first generation, the recessive uh, gene for white color was masked. But by the time we move on to the second generation, that recessive gene became it manifested, became it, it appeared in the second generation. So for recessive gene, they can always keep a generation, but definitely in the future generation they would appear. So that is something that should be noted. Also, when you look deep into the second fear generation, you will see that even though three of them appear red, but if you, that is from the phenotype level, from the phenotype um, view, you are seeing them in ratio three to one. But if you look deep, you will see that the genotype is very, very different. The genotype, remember, we said that genotype is the genetic makeup itself. It is now pure breed. Only one of them is pure breed for red color. Two of them are um, heterozygous. Heterozygous, that is, they are carriers of a recessive gene. Why? There is also another pure breed for um, white color. So you see it in ratio 1 to 2 to 1. So those are the uh, genetic makeup of these uh, second filler generation that the phenotypic ratio appears to be 3 to 1. So as science students, you must be able to see beyond what is the, um, the phenotype that appears to you. You should be able to take note that even the phenotype is ratio 3 to 1, the genotype is ratio one to two to one so you are going to have on the extreme pure um, breed for red color on the other extreme you are also going to have pure breed for white color but you have half of them having an heterozygous um, allele that is they carry a recessive gene for white color so that must be taken note of in the second filia, second filia generation. Let me quickly add here that this explanation that has been made in terms of how a recessive gene can later manifest in the future generation can happen to so many other single factor inheritance in man. They may appear in one generation, skip in one generation, but they can still come back. The next generation example of such character is like testing of um, uh, ptc that is phenyl triocarbonyl yes it could be a dominant expression in a generation whereas the recessive gene may also be there and the next generation you may realize that offsprings of the first generation may become may now manifest that recessive expression that is inability to test it that was keeping the first filler generation, they can manifest it in the second filler generation. Other character like that is here lobes, uh, melanin pigmentation. And I want to emphasize this melanin pigmentation. Uh, that means that it's possible that a child may have a parent who are not albinos or do not have any form of albinism. But 
the parents may be a carrier of that uh, gene. And so, by the time it gets to the next generation, they may experience it. We also have um, vision in dim light. Other factors quickly are resource, blood grouping, eye color, nature of air, finger length. These are just a few of the so many single factor inheritance that are in man and that can be missed from one generation to the generation. Now, we now want to look at some concept or some um, checks that is referred to as uh, test cross or what we call back cross because sometimes if you have an organism you are you may not be too sure the phenotype may give you may reveal something whereas the genotype may be something else so we use a test cross or a back cross to check whether they are pure breed or they are pure breed or pure stock or they are heterozygous so we use um, a test cross to check and so what is a test cross in few words when we talk about test cross test cross is a crossing of an organism with the homozygous recessive organism test cross is a crossing of an organism with the homozygous recessive organism why when you talk about backcross backcross is a crossing of an organism with the homozygous recessive organism from the original parent generation so backcross is just you are, you are keeping to that lineage or to the parental generation but the point is why what was the point or what's the use of the test cross and the backcross now let's look at this Let's assume that you see a red flower uh, plant. Now, a red flower plant, from what we have learned so far, two, it could have two genotypes. It is either they are homozygous um, red, which is they are pure stock, or breed uh, true, true breed. It could also mean that they are heterozygous, but the red is recessive. Why the the the, the uh, sorry the red is dominant? Why it has a recessive uh, trait for white color? So those are the two conditions that it, that may be for a plant that appears to be red. But you cannot say until you make a test. Um, from what you can see, you can only see that they are red, but that is a phenotype. But by the time you you have opportunity to know what the gene what the gene condition is, then you will know whether um, they are true breed or not. Now, to determine which of it, you can use a test cross a test cross to find out which of is is it a true breed or is it, is it heterozygous. To do that, what you need to do is you cross you are going to cross either of these two or these two with a recessive white flowered parent plant cross it with a plant that is white color that is a pure breed uh, perhaps the parents remember in the first before uh, the parents before the filial generation we have a parent that is a pure breed uh, white so we can cross 
together. By the time you cross, now you are going to notice something. If the offspring, if the one that we want to determine the genotype is a pure breed, you will see that all the offsprings that will be formed, all the offsprings that will be formed, will all appear red. All the offsprings formed will all appear red. And even though they are red, we know in our mind that it may not actually be true that all of them are red in the phenotype, but they all appear red. So if they appear red, that confirms that the organism, organism that we want to determine is, uh, is genotype is actually a pure uh, breed for red. But if the offsprings that you notice by the time you cross with a parent uh, white stock, by the time you, you uh, pure stock, if by the time you cross, you don't notice that half of them were red, why half were white? It shows that the, phenot the genotype that we want to determine is actually heterozygous. It is having a recessive white color trait. And that's why when you now cross it with a parent that is of that is a pure stock for for white, you will see the variation. The variation there will be that half will appear red, white, white, white uh, half will appear white. And that will also imply that of those ones that appear red, it is only one of them that will be pure breed, why you may likely have one that is also an heterozygous red. But because the, the, the white is recessive there, it is not evident. But for the fact that you have two that appear to be white, you have two that appears to be white, that implies that the genotype that you wanted to determine is heterozygous. I hope that is very clear. If they are both, if it is a pure stock for red, the offspring that you are going to get when you cross with a parent white will be all red. But if the one you want to determine is an heterozygous red. That is, it has a recessive trait for white. By the time you cross it with a parent white stock, what you are going to see will be two, half of them will be white, half of them will be red. So uh, the, the point there that we use a test cross or a back cross, that is when you take it, when you go and cross with a, an original parental generation, we use it to determine an organism. To know the genotype of that organism, even though the phenotype of those organisms may appear to be the same, but by the time you do that cross, it will reveal their true state, the true state of their genotype, helping you to know which one is a pure breed uh, or whether they are um, heterogeneous.